cliffcentral.com. All right, so Phil, um, we've got a very specific bunch of questions that people want answered, and I thought you're the best guy to help us figure this stuff out, right? Sure. First of all, I mean, we've had such a crazy year last year, and, and you and I met during uh, during lockdown last year, and I've uh, I've really enjoyed the experience of kind of driving these different cars because what the hell do I know about cars? You're educating me from the ground up. But I'm interested in generally whether people are upgrading or downgrading at the moment because they're driving a lot less, right? Sure. Um, it's, true. it's true. I mean, I, I think the uh, the majority of people are, are, are downgrading vehicles. I mean, if you're talking about downgrading or driving less. Well, I think that a lot of people, because they're driving less, they probably think, well, why should I be driving the fancy show-off car that I was driving before or maybe the one that was that I needed to be more comfortable because I was on the road for like two hours a day. And now they're on sure. the road for 30 minutes a day. And they're like, ah, you know what? I could probably do this in a, in a little, uh, a little Hyundai or something rather than worry yeah. about more expensive Merc. Well, I think it goes two ways. I mean, if you, if you've put on a lot of uh, less mileage last year, I mean, you're probably going to keep your vehicle longer um, because you just didn't do the mileage you used to do. So that's one side of it. And then the other side is obviously true. What you said, I mean, if you don't need a vehicle to travel that much, why get why get something expensive with a huge monthly instalment? Rather get something smaller and uh, just get an A to B. So yeah, that's true. Um, well, are, are, are dealers are dealers having a rough time at the moment, or are you guys uh, in general? Did you speak? I, I think national. I mean, national, or if you took all the brands together, I mean, I think we're a little bit like, like something around about ten percent down year to date. Uh, or year to year, if you measure February to February. So it's not that much of a difference, but I mean, it's, it's very brand specific. So I mean, from a, from a, uh, affordability, a vehicle like your Toyotas, Hyundai's and so forth, they, they're still doing well. And some of them are just going up. Your luxury vehicles are your, um, Mercedes, BMW, Audi significantly went down in, in, in numbers. So. Yeah, I mean, so the majority of people are downgrading, I believe. Um, but interesting enough, your top earners uh, are will always be there, and they will always be buying. So even I say top earners, I mean, I'm saying vehicle prices of 1.8 and up. Those guys will, will just be there forever. If you've you know, got a 1.7 million rand car, you're um, not a top earner. You're no, like, I'm saying or no. just all right. <laughs> it's like wow from starting at 1.8 million rand you could be a top earner so if you've got the 1.9 million rand car you literally park in the far part of the parking lot in top earner no, the reason why I said 1.8 was I mean uh, your GLE for instance your GLE 400 that goes for around about 1.8 now so that was, the, that was the the cut off point that's I was the benchmark using. yeah but I'll, I'll pull you through on 1.7 we, we can make a deal thanks yeah, 1.75 right. max. I just can't do your Congo all the way to eight. So <laughs> let me ask you this because, again, like you guys at DeWitt Motors, you don't just have Mercedes, even though, you know, that's kind of your – that's your flagship stuff. But you actually sell a whole bunch of different cars, right? Yes, yeah. We, are, we do – we'll do Honda as well and, uh, and uh, uh, Mitsubishi. And then obviously the commercial side as well, trucks and buses and sprinters and so forth, yeah. What are your roads? What are your roads like in Ermelo? Have you guys got a lot of potholes, or are they? Or no, are they... it's it's an absolute mess. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, it's 
No, it's it's getting worse and worse as well. So that's 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 a good point. I mean, I mean, obviously. So I mean, we we don't sell sedans anymore. I mean, everything we sell is is either a, a mini SUV, medium SUV size, or big SUV because you can't drive a sedan with small tires anymore. I mean, around town or in town. So but you um, sell all over the country. So you 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 probably can get you know customers who are buying from you in Cape Town or whatever. It's not just. Right. I want sure. to ask you if that's a, a literal direct product of potholes, because for me it's like more of a family thing. Like people graduate from a small one or two person car that's quite practical, and then suddenly the next step is needing it for kids. So you get mm. this. Uh, upgrading to an SUV. Some people just like them because they're safe and big, I guess. But like, is there a correlation between an area's roads deteriorating and fewer people buying sedans? Because that's very interesting. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, if if I compare my numbers to a, a city dealer, I mean, they sell way more sedans, your A class, the C class, the C coupes than we do. I mean, everything we sell on the Mercedes Benz side, uh, a Mercedes Benz side starts with a with a G. GLA, GLB, GLC, which is all which is all SUV vehicles. So uh, uh, it's definitely that way now. Yeah, and and those people you said uh, they're still in they're still in the market. They still like buying new cars. There's there's no that's not going to change. It's like your top cream of the cream people who yeah uh, spend money it's, on it's, it's interesting. I mean, um, uh, I think me and you had this chat. Um, your I mean our. Well, our most expensive SUV at the moment is the G G wagon, your G sixty three. Right. Going for three point seven, and that sounds like donuts at the moment. I mean, if you get three, you'll sell them in in the next day. All three will be gone. Three point seven, and tell me, Phil, do they do they? Is that where they start? And if you want like the tinted sunroof, like is three point seven the big daddy slash mommy non gender descript patriarch? The G63s are, are quite fully loaded, so there's not a lot of extras you can add. Because okay. um, for my 3.7 million, I mean, I, I know I said I was going to stop at 1.8, but you're talking it up, and I can go to 3.7, but I don't want to have to pay for bigger mags or a special you seat. Can squeeze or you're, out throwing a in, you're throwing in some things, and you got a deal. I'm buying yeah, it, I mean, but I'm not paying for any extras. Ah, okay, talk cool, after. Cool. We'll talk after. Thanks, dude. We'll talk after. It's shot, man. Yeah. That's, that's yeah so I can't help it. I went and had a look, and apparently you've got a Ferrari FF listed there on your site. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, the Ferrari was uh, – uh, we didn't trade a Ferrari in. I mean, we had this one customer. We just liked to sell his car, and we offered to, to try and sell it for him. So okay. I actually should take it down because I think it has been sold. So, yeah, thank that you. Can't be, is that an oh. easy thing to sell? You take on an exotic, really expensive Ferrari. Do you think, okay, we got our work cut out for us, but it's going to be worth it? Or do you go, ah, this guy needs help selling it. That's, that's a cash in. Let's help him. You see, Ferrari is a little bit different for, 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 for the Ermelo market. I mean, it's, uh, once again, it's a sedan and not a SUV. Bottles. That's why I don't I mean, have a Ferrari. Yeah. Oh, that's the only reason. Mm. Where well, can I, I mean, drive it? I mean, I'd have to put it on a tow thing, take it to the track. I'd already do that with my Bugatti. No. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you, use, uh, if you use Autotrader, what we use, um, yeah. obviously you can advertise nationally. And then, uh, I mean, everybody can see it. You can see it in your office where you're sitting in Pretoria. So, I mean, if you're in the market and the, and the price is right, I mean, there's a price for every car. I mean, if... Uh, uh, either if it's two million, three million, four million, it's it's all relative. So at the end of the day, may I ask what the the Ferrari went for? 
I, God, I can't remember. I mean, Gareth, what was the price there on the strategy? I don't know, but uh, it, it was. It I think was it was three, three million, right about there, if I can remember correctly. Yeah. So, all right, let's just talk about what I'm driving at the moment because yeah. I'm getting a whole bunch of. This is the first time that I've driven a Japanese car ever in my life. Um, and, and part of the reason that we're doing this thing with, with Phil and David Motors is because. I don't know a lot about cars, so the only way I'm going to discover a lot about cars is if I drive them. So I've driven a driven a Merc, I've driven the uh, the Bucky for a while, I've driven a bunch of different cars, and this is the first time I've had a Japanese one. So it took me a while to get used to the indicator being on the opposite side to the windscreen wipers. I still switch on the windscreen wipers when I turn yeah. instead of the oh, indicator. Think about never, that. It takes so Japanese. long to get used to. It takes mm. so. I still do it. I've been driving my first indicator on the right car that I've ever had for two and a half, three years, and uh-huh. still always uh-huh. put the windscreen wiper on. But it's a. <laughs> this is the short wheelbase Pajero, and it's. Um. I mean, it's a really nice car. I just. I can't figure out whether I want the back seats down or up because the only passenger in my car is usually my dog, and um, he's now sitting on the front seat. So I, you know what I did? I took mine out. Oh, you take them out oh, completely? Exactly, yeah. Because I'm, I'm also driving one, so yeah, I just took it out completely. Yeah. There's a lot uh, of space when you take when you take those back seats out. Hey, that's a huge boot. I mean, like you could fit. It's it's monstrous. Exactly. I mean, what, so it's like a what short wheel. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Say that again, Phil. What was that? No, I mean, if you if you're taking the seats out, it's like a short wheel base bucky. You know, I yeah. mean, uh, right. of space and yeah, that's that's what I did. So yeah, that's an option because I don't like the seats either. I mean, it takes a lot of the space back in the in the in the boot. Yeah. If you, if you, even if you take them down. Yeah. I did have Sia as a passenger in that car a little while ago when we went to Constitution Hill and, and there were three of us in the car, so Sia sat in the back. And uh, oh, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't complain. He, he wasn't moaning. So there is space when you've got those seats up as well. And there's still a little bit, you know. That's right. I'm hearing you guys using this term. What does it mean? What does short wheel mean? Yeah, there are just two versions. There's a long one and a short one. So the other one is a, the, the bigger one is a seven-seater. Or five seats with two seats that fold back in the boots, and the, and this is just a shorter one. Yeah. Yeah. So, see, if you look at the car from the side, and you can see, I don't know, it's so hard with this mirror thing. You can see how far apart from each other the two wheels are. They make one uh-huh. that's got that's got that much, and then they decide they want a longer one, so they literally move the wheels further apart, and you've got a bit more car in the middle. So that's okay. why you get longer and shorter, but it affects the handling and a couple of other things as well. So some people buy it for the space, they want the longer one, and other people buy it because it drives differently. That is for the best thing. You know what, can I tell you something? Make some Gord just explained short wheelbase to see a better than I ever could. Well done. <laughs> so you'll get the ordinary one, and then some people will want the short wheelbase one. So listen, the thing about the thing about these Japanese cars, they're actually pretty damn reliable. I mean, I I think there are, if you consider how many people, and I see a lot of Pajeros now that I'm driving one, I see a lot of them all over the place. The nice car, it's it's uh, it's very economical. This one's a diesel, so it seems to give me quite a lot of range. And and even though, as I said, I'm driving a lot less than than usual, it's a hell of a nice car inside. And diesel's very, clean these days. It like is. It's really it's, good. It's like a very straightforward thing to drive. It's not complicated at all. Would you agree with that, yes. Phil? Yeah, sure. I mean, and then, I mean, going back to, to what Gord mentioned on extras, for instance, I mean, these, you get a, you get a Pajero 3.2 diesel short wheelbase. There's only one model. There's, there's only 
the one you're driving is LCDs. I mean, you can't speak it otherwise. There's not a manual or a petrol or anything else. I mean, there's just one model. There are no optional extras. That's how it is. So as it is, it comes out, it comes out standard. Yeah. And haven't they stopped making these or something? There are only a few left available for sale. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the reasons I borrowed to you because, I mean, I don't think we'll ever get the chance again. Because, I mean, I think in the next week or so, the ship will dock and then Pajeros will be finished until the end of days. And then that's that's it, right? They're not making any more of these anywhere. Exactly, yeah. These are literally the the last bunch that we've got. So, I mean, we ordered a couple for for stock reasons. And obviously, it's a supply and demand thing. As soon as the last one has been sold, it probably, in my view, it will will become some of a, you know, an icon or so for for future purposes. The, 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 I said it's a straightforward thing to drive, and I want to ask you a general question here because I wonder how yes. many people are driving four-wheel drive cars in South Africa mm. and don't actually know how to use them. You know, it's got this other – it's got two gear levers effectively. The one gives you two-wheel yeah. or four-wheel, rear or front. Um, and, and most people, including me, don't know what the hell that is. I mean, most people have it in their car. It's an incredible uh, uh, mm. mechanical and, and technological advancement. Mm. And <clears throat> – because they're not driving through, um, you know, dry riverbeds and and on on obstacle courses, they don't ever really get to exercise that stuff. Do you I, think I didn't actually even know that the Pajero is a full function four wheel drive. I thought I thought it was one of those nice, safe, family, comfortable mm-hmm. SUVs for Sant no, and Sharon's and Potters. No, dude, you can you can <sighs> engage this four wheel drive, and it's quite an incredible thing. But do you think most people even know how to use that, Phil? You know, I think I think it depends where you stay. You know, I mean, I mean, you should have seen how it looked here after uh, Eloise, Cyclone Eloise, you know, uh, beginning of end of January. So, I mean, if you didn't have four by four, yeah, and you were staying on a farm, you were screwed. I mean, you you were stuck in your on your farm. So, I mean, and and everybody knows. Phil, in, Phil um, send me uh, pictures of um, blood. Oh, uh, on the vault. Phil send me pictures of this flood. Yeah, geez, man. So apparently, did you know, Gord, Phil's full of information. The Val River actually starts in Ermelo. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I would have thought it would have started in Irma High and then flowed downhill. Okay. Irma <laughs> High. Uh, I got Gareth at least once so. on the show. It's a dumb joke, but I just love that. <laughs> it's terrible, I know. Right. All right, just just quickly because we are running out of time here, and I, I, there's so much I want to ask you. So let me um, let me get straight to the point. There are people who are who are thinking of buying new cars now, and there are people who are thinking of buying used cars right now. Give them advice, not as the the car dealer now, but as someone who like imagine I'm your friend and I, I need advice from you. Would would now be the right time? What would you advise? Um, let's say my budget is. X or Y. So give us two options. Give us like someone like Gord who has millions of rands and wants to buy the uh, the G wagon with with millions. Two or three. You make yeah, out like I'm being I'm being wasteful. And then and then give us someone who's you know like Sia has to buy another car because mm. his car has been written off. Is it is it being written off, Sia? Is that the story? Yeah. Oh, so did you parallel um, park Sia? <laughs> yes, God, that's what happened. So technically, I am on the market now. No. So give give In more one ways piece of than one. And, and a different piece of dice to Gord. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Sorry, Sia. That's bad news. Sorry to hear about it. Um, well, 
I think I think usually the first question we will ask you is is more or less what we'd like to spend, um, either either on a cash payment or monthly instalment wise. Uh, a quick or easy way to work it out is for every fifty thousand that you finance, uh, you will pay a thousand rand a month. Okay, so if your if your vehicle is worth a hundred thousand or you finance a hundred thousand, your instalment will be two grand a month. Okay. If your vehicle is uh, you buy it for four hundred thousand, your instalment will be eight thousand. So that's more or less a way of okay. working out what you would like to spend per per month or so. Okay. Um, then I mean, yeah, I mean, so 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 we can chat afterwards, and I'll give you a couple of options and see what we can do, what you what you had before, what you would like now, what did you what didn't you like in the in your previous car, what would you like in your next car, and so on. So I'm interested to know. Sorry, Phil. I'm interested to know because it actually applies to me directly. I've got a Toyota, and it's like as Gareth mentioned, it's very reliable, but it's a um, an Aorus, and there's there's really nothing I like about it. It's the most vanilla car in the world, and I also bought it from someone I'm not particularly fond of. But I paid one twenty one hundred twenty five k for it when it was uh, seven years old, and I've had it for three years. It's now ten years old, and I'd, I'd like to sort of side trade it for something of similar value that's just not this car but i wonder like at this time if side like i I feel i'm going to lose a lot of equity on the car and it's going to cost me a lot of money to side grade at this time i won't get the value (laughs) of the car to me out of it by selling it because it's a shit market right i don't i don't think so i don't think it's it's a bad market at all i mean at the moment i mean uh, uh, if, if we take if we take new vehicle prices i mean in the last year if we take the last eighteen months, I mean, most of the most of the manufacturers have, have had a price increase of almost twenty five percent. So, um, and if you want a white Toyota Aorus with no personality, but it's reliable as shit, you can give me anything you want. Okay. Give me a bicycle with a small motor, and you can have an Aorus. Will, and talk to you after you the will, show. You will sell your vehicle in in five seconds. I promise you. I mean, there will always be a market for that car. Absolutely. I mean, you can just so imagine. Just press go on that. Yeah, do I, I mean, I'll, I'll WhatsApp you some photos after the show. No worries. Yeah. But then we need to see what we're going to replace you with. And I mean, uh, 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 the one side is you will get more for your car, but the other side is I mean, you're going to pay more for a new car. Yeah, Give me so. that McGann that people keep selling to other people because it never works. I'll take it. <laughs> oh. I mean, it sounds to me like um, my, my question and advice has probably brought you two new sales this morning. This is, this well, is good. Uh, jokes well, aside, it's a, it's a question I've been wondering about. It doesn't bother me enough, especially since I drive once or twice a week now, that it's like on my mind to make a plan about it. And I've got this perceived, look, it's probably not a good time anyway, and who really cares? Like I said, if I can get something just similar not even an upgrade or a downgrade without having to pay in too much yeah i'm your guy and i'm glad to know that that's a feasible option because now i'm going to do it yeah no i mean let's let's start with the quotes that's all that's the easiest way and then i mean we can take it there and then we can see what's we can go up and down and see what's what's going to work for you yeah easy easy so the answer is contact phil if you don't know what to do so listen, while we're doing that, uh, you can follow all of the DeWitt Motors uh, social media accounts. You'll find them on Instagram. You'll also find a picture there of uh, of the Pajero that I'm driving at the moment, which is awesome. And you can ask Phil directly if you have any questions. He's the guy to talk to. He's in charge there. And, you know, if anyone can make it work, it's him. Uh, that's Dr. Phil. D-E, exactly. D-E and space W-I-T Motors. And we'll put all the, you know, all the different links on cliffcentral.com. 
after this podcast. So, all right, Phil, very good to see you, dude. Yeah, same here, Yeah, thank you very much. Cliffcentral.com.